Welcome to Seaside Stories. I'm Sarah. I'm Erin. And I'm Amanda. We're your storytellers. Please, come have a seat. Do you you want to hear a story? Happy Valentine's Day. Hope you all get to spend the day with those you love most. Today on Seaside Stories, we have a love story for you. Doesn't a nice picnic in the woods sound like the most romantic getaway? For Amy and Mark, it was the perfect date. Mark and Amy had just recently started dating. He had liked her for years, so he felt as though he was over the moon when she said yes to being his girlfriend. He spent a solid month working on how he would make their Valentine's date the most memorable one. He knew Amy enjoyed the outdoors, she frequented hiking spots, and was always outside doing something. So, Mark knew what he had to do. He downloaded a hiking app and got to planning. He scrolled and scrolled, searching for the perfect location, when finally he found it. Secret location. Super romantic. He smiled as he clicked for more details. The location had a trail according to the app, but it was very overgrown. Comments mentioned that the location was hard to find, but once he found it, he would constantly want to come back. Another comment mentioned the area had a legend, and that you did not want to be there after dark. The comment read, I took my dog for a hike here. Something is really off about this place. I heard that the land here was cursed by a witch. She lived in these woods by herself. That all changed when settlers tried to take the land for themselves. They would not take no for an answer and cleared some areas of the forest for their use. When she tried to fight back, they sentenced her to death and brought her to the edge of the cliffside, intending to push her into the waters below. Instead, she walked to the edge herself and said, This is my land, and it will forever stay that way. All those who enter here will be tormented and punished. With those words, she jumped into the depths below. Anyways, I swear I heard something when I was here. I got super lost. It seemed as though the forest was constantly changing. If it wasn't for my dog, I don't think I would have made it out. Mark laughed. He couldn't believe how ridiculous some people could be. Believing in legends was like believing in Santa Claus or or the Easter Bunny. He scrolled through the pictures of the location and knew this was the spot. The lush forest and that stunning cliffside. The drop didn't have a fence, which made sense considering this area of the forest was not maintained. He imagined the sun setting there would just be incredible. Mark thought it would be a romantic idea. Him and Amy would take a nice hike through the woods. He'd bring along a picnic and they could watch the sun go down. The perfect Valentine's Day date. He drove to her house, blasting the radio and enjoying the crisp air through his open windows. He pulled into her driveway and she stepped out of the home making her way over to his car. They shared pleasantries and then were on their way to the middle of nowhere. 
They made it to the spot. It was a section of forest that didn't exactly have a path to follow. Mark thought this wouldn't be a problem, so he brought along a compass and thought it may be fun for them to explore a little. He made sure to bring along a fully charged cell phone and a backup battery just in case. Because they didn't know the terrain they were working with, he figured it would be best to be well prepared. They stepped curiously into the woods. The trees were mostly bare and the air was slightly chilly although still warm, which was odd considering this time of year. Mark grabbed Amy's hand and pulled her along behind him, excited to see this new secret spot. Like it said in the ad, it looked out over a cliffside, breaking away to the crashing waves far below. The view was spectacular. Amy smiled widely as the wind from the water hit her face and blew her hair back. Mark found he couldn't take his eyes off her. She was just so beautiful. Finally, they pulled away from the cliffside and found a nice flat area to make their picnic. At first, everything was simply perfect. Their sandwiches were tasty and their apple cider was warm. Mark made sure everything was set up beautifully. He had prepared some chocolate-dipped strawberries to round out their date. They put their leftovers and things back in Mark's backpack and made their way back to the cliffside to watch the sun go down. Amy leaned up against Mark with her head on his shoulder. Mark was so happy he felt his heart would explode. The sun continued its descent downwards in the sky, and just when its rays dipped into the water, they heard it. An inhuman screech from somewhere in the forest. Almost like a bobcat, but bobcats didn't live in this area. What was that? Amy asked, concern etched on her face. Mark didn't want to freak her out. This was supposed to be the perfect day, but maybe it was time to go. It was getting too dark too quickly, and he feared that soon enough they wouldn't be able to find their way back to his truck. They got up and Mark grabbed the backpack, now that they were a little on edge. They made their way to the tree line, where they had come from earlier, only... Where did the trail go? Wasn't it just by the willow tree that had emerged from the small overgrown pathway? But where is that willow tree now? Amy didn't seem to come to this realization yet, and if she did, she didn't say anything out loud. Mark led the way in the general direction of where the path was, but became more unsure of himself as he went. Mark, are you sure this is the way? Amy asked, holding tighter to his arm. Mark let out a nervous laugh. I am not so sure anymore. It had to be this way. It didn't make any sense. Panic started to set in as Mark realized he wasn't sure how to get back. He decided to check the compass. He knew if they headed in a northeast direction that they would make it back to his truck. Only the arrow on the compass seemed to be malfunctioning as the arrow spun and spun round and round. Mark's heart began to race. Amy tilted her head to the side as she glanced at Mark. Please tell me you brought more than just that. 
Mark hesitated, putting away the compass and pulling his cell phone out. He clicked on the map to find their current location, but it was no use. The app on his phone would not load. Nope, Mark breathed out. The inhuman scream hung in the air for a second time. This time it sounded a lot closer than before. What are we going to do? He tried to give her an encouraging smile, grabbing her hand. We're just going to find a way out of here. Come, let's try this way. They began to walk in a direction that felt right to Mark, but nothing was looking familiar. He stopped and glanced around. Why did everything look so different? Amy let go of Mark's hand and turned around. Let's just go back where we were and try again. I don't want to get lost. Mark agreed with her, and they walked back in the direction they had come. Only, they hadn't walked that far away from the cliffside. But now they couldn't find it at all. What the hell is going on here? Mark yelled out to no one in particular. Amy wiped her face and had tears streaming down her cheeks. Mark felt awful. He gently took her face in his hands and soothingly wiped away her tears. Don't worry, we'll find a way out of this, I promise, Mark said in earnest. Amy nodded her head but stayed quiet. It was now so dark in the woods that they could hardly see each other if they stepped too far away. Mark pulled his cell phone out of his pocket and began to use it as a flashlight. Amy kept quiet and continued to cry. Mark pulled his cell phone out of his pocket and began to use it as a flashlight. Amy kept quiet and continued to cry, clinging to Mark's hand as if it were her lifeline. They stood still for a moment, trying to gather their bearings, when they heard a crunch in the brush behind them. Mark turned around quietly, flashing the light of his phone towards the noise. The light reflected off two points, like the light reflecting off of an animal's eyes. Mark could see the outline of something hunched over behind a tree, peeking out at the two of them. What the hell is that? Mark gasped aloud, and the creature ducked back behind the tree, but not a moment later appeared at another tree, one much closer to them. Now they could see more detail of it. It had the shape of a human, but its features were wrong. Eyes too large and droopy. Face too gaunt. It was as if something was trying to mimic the appearance of a human. Mark? Amy called out, pulling on his arm. I don't think we should stay here. Terror had begun to set in for both of them as the creature retreated and then reappeared this time only a few trees away from them. More features became clear. It was smiling at them, with mismatched teeth, some much too big to fit in its mouth, others appearing too small. A skinny, almost skeletal hand lifted from behind the tree to wave at them before Mark's phone died. Amy let out a startled scream as the forest around them was now pitch black, they only knew of each other's presence because of their hands. Locked so tight onto each other, Mark felt as though his hand would break. 
Mark pulled Amy closer to him and whispered, Let's just go back. We'll find a way. Amy whimpered, but followed Mark in the direction that felt right to him. The forest was so silent. They could no longer hear the crashing waves against the rock, or the creaking and rustling from the trees as the wind passed between them. Just silence. Then a vice-like grip clung to Amy's arm, yanking her out of Mark's hold. Amy! Mark yelled out, trying to pull her away from the creature in the near darkness. Amy kicked and scratched as it struggled with her towards the deeper brush of the forest. Somehow Mark knew that if she disappeared from his sight, he would never see her again. Mark ran straight towards the both of them and tackled it to the ground. The creature released its hold on Amy in favor of clawing at Mark. He yelled out in pain, feeling his blood soak through his shirt. Adrenaline kept him going as he beat the creature's claws away from him. The creature rolled out from under him and disappeared behind the closest tree. They needed to get out of this forest, away from whatever that thing was. Mark and Amy ran as fast as they could, weaving through the trees, sneaking a glance over their shoulder to see the glowing eyes peeking around the trees getting closer and closer, moving faster towards them. Mark caught sight of the moon being cast through the trees, a clearing. They pushed their legs to go faster. Another scream pierced through the night. They looked over their shoulder at the creature, its claw outstretched towards them, mouth a gap in its scream, displaying its mismatched teeth. The next moment, they felt weightless. The ground had been under them, but now they were midair. All the sounds in the environment came rushing back, just as they went rushing to the rocks and watery depths below. The poor lovers had been too panicked to look where they were going. Tragic, really. Even in death, they did not lose hold of one another. And after death, they stayed by each other's side. You can still hear their screams when you approach the cliffside. And if you're brave enough to peer over the edge, you may catch a glimpse of the lovers falling to their demise and feel a small push back towards safety. So take care out there. Any forest you visit will have a legend or a ghost story. Whether you choose to believe it or not is up to you. But consider this. If there isn't a story, it's only a matter of time before the right person goes to the right place at the right time. Thanks for tuning in. If you'd like to follow us on Instagram, you can find us at Seaside Stories Podcast. Don't forget to add us to your reminders and give us a five-star review if you'd like. We'll be back every other Sunday at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Today's story was titled The Valentine's Day Picnic and was read by Aaron. I'm Amanda, and I'll be seeing you next time.